Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, August the 9th. And we come off one heck of a weekend in Phillies baseball. The Phillies sweeping the New York Mets over the weekend at Citizens Bank Park, taking sole possession of first place in the NL East. Two games up on the Atlanta Braves, two and a half up on those New York Mets. How about those Phillies? What a weekend! What a weekend. The Phillies have now won eight straight games. Eight straight. The first time they've done that since 2011. A decade. It's been a decade since the Phillies won eight straight games. How about it? How about it? It is pretty exciting. Six games above 500 for the first time in a couple years here. Man, uh, it's just, honestly, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm still shocked that the Phillies handled business this weekend, right? I mean, over the last few years and just this season alone, I mean, how many series have we gone into saying, oh, oh it's a big one up oh, the Phillies. Can they, can they get on a roll? Can they keep it going up? Oh, up? Oh, this is it. How many times, how many times? And every single time they let us down every single time until this weekend. Until this weekend, when they handled business, sweeping the Mets at home, Citizens Bank Park as rocking as it has been in years. It was awesome. What an awesome weekend as a Phillies fan. Seriously, it's like the best weekend in a decade. How crazy is that? And they've been in contention at times the last few years. We all know, we all remember, they had to just win one of their last, one more of their last eight instead of just one of eight. They had to win two of eight to make the playoffs last year, obviously. Year before, they had some stretches where they played good baseball. The year before that, they were in first place at the beginning of August. You know, they've been there, but not like this. It hasn't felt real like this. And, and it certainly hasn't felt like they have as good a chance to actually win the division. As they do this year, it feels real. This team feels real. The way they're winning games, the way they're going about their business, the way that pieces are starting to fall into place, it's exciting. The Phillies are the favorite to win the National League East right now. They're the favorite. How about this? They are the favorite to have the Cy Young and MVP 
Zach Wheeler is the favorite to win the MVP. Harper is only uh, behind Tatis, and Tatis might not play again this year. I mean, this is building up as as a chance to have a special season. And again, look, I know that you know in the end, winning the World Series is the only truly special special season, right? But but for a team that hasn't had success in a decade. If they can win the division and, and have an MVP and a Cy Young or even in the race, I mean, that's it's exciting. It's something to be excited about as a fan. We've had so little in Philadelphia to get excited about as baseball fans the last decade. Nothing. This is a time to get excited. Go all in on this team. This is real. It's exciting. They're in it. This is going to be a fun stretch run and for the first time in years, it doesn't feel like they're going to let me down. And they might. Look, they're still the Phillies, right? We have all that sense memory, that you know, uh, uh, battle armor, worn armor that we know, that we feel. We know what could happen. We're always kind of expecting the other shoe to drop. But this team's real. And they're going to fight. And they have a real chance to win the division. I, I think they're going to win the division. And, you know, they have to get there. And, look, they're dealing with some injuries right now. They win the weekend with no Hoskins playing in any game. No Kutch, obviously, on the IL. Uh, Didi gets hit in the elbow on Friday night. He misses the rest of the weekend. And they still swept. They still handle business. So you need to get through these injuries. You need to weather this stuff. But, man, this team seems like it's starting to believe. And and that is such an important part of it all, is is teams believing in themselves and believing they could do it and believing they can win every game they go out to play, no matter what the score is at the time. And this team feels like they got that. And that's something to be legitimately excited about. It's certainly not something we've seen from a Phillies team here in a while. So what a weekend. And the bank is back. It was awesome. It was really exciting, and it was a reminder what this city can be like when the Phillies are good. How into it this city can get and how much we we all missed it it was it was amazing um what a weekend let's get to it and then we'll look ahead and again just uh, i i can't emphasize enough the idea that they won this weekend without cutch reese and, and Didi for most of it partic- particularly cutch and reese i mean we talked about when cutch went down and it does seem like he's uh you know going to be back on the front end of that 10-day il stint which is huge they need cutch back obviously but you know we talked about oh, if reese can can carry that that kind of Mantle till Kutch gets back out huge LB and then Reese is hurt for the majority of it too. And they keep winning games, eight straight games. It is unbelievable. All right, let's go night by night. As honestly, all three of these games were super fun. All three had something to to grab onto. Obviously, I think yesterday the Zach Wheeler, Roy Halliday performance um is the the most special part of the weekend. We'll get to that. But but really a whole weekend. And, and Friday night, I think. The two biggest things that stand out are Gibby! I love Kyle Gibson. He is immediately leaped to the top of the list right there with Andrew McCutcheon as my favorite Phillies. I mean, watching this guy pitch, like the energy, the excitement, the passion, the fire that this guy plays with is so exciting to see. Like, Man, to just have some emotion. We've talked a lot this year, and, and it's changing now with this group and the way they're playing and the way they're bonding and the way you know they're really into it. Um, but all season long, it felt like at times it didn't feel like they had that emotion, that energy, that excitement. And uh, and Gibby, he just brings it, dude. He was super fun to watch. Got out of some tough jams. I think we'll all 
you know, you look back at this weekend, and and if you want to look at a turning point for the weekend when he had the bases loaded, no outs in the fourth, you know, one one game, um, you know that was a that was a massive massive turning point. Bases loaded, no outs. If that goes another way, the Friday game's over. They lose that one, and then who knows where they're at from a confidence perspective, from a role perspective, all that type of stuff. Gibby, what a massive job getting out of that, and then got out of some other jams was just really good. You know, not like. And, and good in a way where it wasn't like he was overpowering. It wasn't he was dominant. He just made good pitches and made competitive pitches and made tough pitches and hung in there and threw strikes. And, you know, that's what bringing a veteran to to this team needed. Like this type of guy who obviously everyone says is like the best dude in clubhouse. And that all matters clearly. But also somebody who just has been in spots before. Somebody who understands how to pitch, understands the psychology of pitching, all that. Um, really awesome stuff. Uh, Phillies get on the board first in the second. Didi, and uh, it's a shame because Didi will get hit in the elbow later in this game, end up leaving the game and not play the rest of the weekend. Obviously concerning with the elbow, and it looked ugly when it hit him. It was it was one where you're like, ooh, that's not good. Um, but Didi homers in the second. Get going, and it, you know you hope this elbow thing doesn't derail him too much because obviously we know how bad Didi's been, but he was two for two in this game with the homer and you know maybe starting to turn a bit of a corner. Frustrating. Uh, Mets get one back in the third. It's one to one, and then and then again, Gibby. Gibby goes to work. Gibby with two big and too many walks. He had four walks on the day, and that's kind of what got him into trouble a couple times. But he was able to get out of it. Bases loaded, no outs in the fourth. Gets out of it. First and third, one out in the fifth. Gets out of it. Then steps to the plate in the bottom of the fifth. A lot of people thought he should have pinch hit for him. Girardi. No, no, no. Kyle Gibson RBI single. Takes the lead two to one. So unexpected. Gibby, of course, an American League pitcher his, his entire career, pretty much for the most part. You know, so not as many at bats as a lot. And big RBI single was showing the emotion at first base. Was excited, was into it. So Gibby gets every single. It's two to one. And then we kind of plot along here as Gibby gets through six, six innings, one run, four hits, four walks, three strikeouts. Again, not a brilliant outing, hundred pitches, but gave him a strong six innings and kept him in a game. Hector Neris comes in another clean inning. Neris has been great. Archie Bradley a clean inning. Feeling good. We get to the bottom of the eighth, but it's two to one, and we're no, we know, we know what this team is, right? It's been all year. It's like you don't, especially with Ian Kennedy, and he's been giving up some home runs lately. You want a little bit of a cushion. Thank goodness for the MVP. Bryce Harper steps to the plate, one on. Boom. Just a massive tank shot to center field. And it was such a moment. Um, you know, I think up until Friday night, Bryce's signature moment as a Philly was that. Walk-off Grand Slam against the Cubs, uh, without question. Uh, it was a moment, you know, and, and they weren't out of it yet. They were fighting. They obviously, it didn't matter, but in the in the end. Um, but I think I think Friday night might have overtaken that. I know it wasn't a walk-off, but, but in that moment, in that series, a game where, you know, it's tense, it's for the division. At that point, the Phillies are half game back. They need to win the game to take first place, and then obviously it would lead to the sweep. You look back at how the weekend played out, that Bryce, Harper, that Bryce Harper homer on Friday night, the biggest of his career as a Philly, I think. And it was massive because Ian Kennedy did give up a homer in the ninth. The solo shot to Jonathan VR, but then that was it. And the Phillies went at 4-2. to And um, massive way to start the series off, uh, confidence-wise, um, in terms of just how this team would move into the rest of the weekend. Massive. And also Gibby, man, just just seeing this guy come in and have the impact he's had so far um, has been really important. I mean, if, if we want to be real about it, the Phillies haven't lost a game since Gibby started one. Gibby's first start, that start on Sunday in Pittsburgh, which started the eight-game winning streak. So 
I'm just saying the Phillies have not lost a game since Kyle Gibson started. Just saying. But yeah, Gibby, uh, really enjoying him, and I'm happy he signed through next year. I think that, you know, as obviously I said at the time, but I'm I'm pretty much out on Spencer Howard, you know, as a as a starter, and and maybe he turns into a reliever long term. But but with that in mind, in my mind, I think you know, feeling great about that trade. That's for sure. All right, we get to Saturday. Phillies in first place at this point, a half game up, and uh, another just uh, really impressive win here on Saturday. One that that got scary in the ninth. We'll get to it, but otherwise, really felt like the Phillies were in control. And you know, shout out to Girardi. I've I've crushed this guy all season long for his bullpen management. I mean, up until the ninth, he got eight shutout innings from from four relievers uh, in a Ranger game. You know, Ranger only gets two and two thirds out of Ranger. Uh, the pitch count went deep at 61 pitches. Didn't give up any runs or any hits, three walks, but wasn't you know the control wasn't quite as good as normal. But could also blame the home plate umpire for that one. But um, only gets two and a third out of a two and two thirds out of Ranger, but then finds a way to manage. JD Hammer two and a third shutout. JD Hammer yet to allow a run this season. Credit where due. Naris two shutout. Been great, Hector. Jose Alvarado one shutout. Going through eight, and the Phillies add some runs along the way. Really, the fifth inning, the big inning for him. Uh, Brad Miller, solo shot to lead off the inning after Miller made a big play on defense the inning before. Um, in for Hoskins at first. One of those things where Hoskins out. Miller steps up. Miller would hit his first of two on the evening. Brad Miller, all he does is have multi-homer games, right? Uh, Miller goes yard, solo shot, one nothing in the bottom of the fifth. And then two on, Oduble Herrera steps to the plate. And just a tank shot for Oduble and one of the all-time bat flips. I mean, just the most flippant flip of a bat that you could possibly have. And in the moment, it was it was very fun. 4 nothing Phillies. And thank goodness, because we get a little closer later. Brad Miller steps the plate in the bottom of the eighth, adds another 5 nothing in the ninth. You're feeling fine, right? No worries. Mauricio Vera coming in, a little mop-up duty. No biggie. Maybe we can get Kennedy a night off. Not so, as uh, Mauricio Vera became the second pitcher and the second Phillies pitcher, but the second pitcher in Major League history to face three batters and give up three home runs. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Back-to-back-to-back shots given up by Mauricio Vera as uh, Conforto goes yard, VR goes yard, and McCann goes yard. And then it's like, oh, man, all of a sudden this... uh, this five nothing game, I was sure we were going to win. I'm a little nervous about, and then uh, and then Ian Kennedy comes in. You didn't want to have to use him, but you do, and you shut it down. Great job from Kennedy. Clean inning, his first fully clean inning as a Philly. They get the win, five to three. A beautiful win in the sense that you come out of that one knowing that you will be in first place after the weekend um, is over. I guess technically, uh, what the Braves did lose that day, so yeah, they were two up there, so they would be in first place at the end of the weekend after that win, um, and a big one again. Another one where. Um, you know, a lot of credit to Girardi navigating a Ranger game where Ranger gives you two and two thirds and then finding a way to win that game. Huge, huge. They got some big hits. And again, it's been, that's kind of, you know, with Rees and Kutch and those guys out. And I think one of the great things that we saw this weekend with this team is that that while the Stars are carrying them, Bryce, again, and we'll talk more about Bryce in yesterday's game, but Bryce, Zach Wheeler, which we're about to get to, like the Stars, JT had some big hits this weekend. Um, the stars were there and carried them, but at the same time, they also get these contributions from all over the roster. You know, obviously, Torres all year has been that guy, but but Brad Miller, Miller, and awesome weekend. Those two homers on Saturday were absolutely needed, necessary. You know, you're getting these contributions from all over the field. Jankowski's been giving it to him, and that's what good teams do. They have their stars carry them, but they also have those 
role guys who really play a role, for lack of a better word, no pun intended. Um, you know, and and the Phillies have gotten that, and and Saturday was a really nice example of that, a really really nice win. Uh, all right, so we get to yesterday, a chance to sweep, a chance for eight in a row. So it had been seven in a row for the first time since 2012. Eight in a row, if they could do it, would be the first time since 2011. And of course, yesterday at Citizens Bank Park was also a special day. It was Roy Halladay Retirement Day, the jersey of Roy Halladay, number 34. Hoisted to the rafters, so to speak. They don't have rafters there, but put on the the wall as a retired number. Only the fourth pitcher in Philadelphia Phillies history to be uh, a retired number. He joins Robin Roberts, excuse me, the fifth pitcher. Joins uh, Steve Carlton, Robin Roberts, Jim Bunning, and Grover Cleveland Alexander. And now Roy Halladay, all five Hall of Famers, of course. Um, A special group. You know, join a special, special thing to have your number retired. It is basically reserved for Hall of Famers for the most part across baseball. There aren't that many you are, and if you are, you're high level. And, and Halliday, of course, when he was here, I knew he wasn't here that long, but but the the especially those two years, 2010, 2011, two of the great pitching years we've ever had here in Philly, easily. And 2010 could arguably be the best we've ever had here. I mean, Carlton, you know, had a couple years you would probably put above it, but man, it's right there. It's right there with the best pitch years we've ever seen from a Philly um, so it was a special day. There was a lot of emotion, a lot of greats back at the park. You know, Ryan and Jimmy and Chooch and all these guys. It was awesome. And, and Banyas gave a great speech and all that. And then for on Roy Halliday Day, for Zach Wheeler to do what he did, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't get much more perfect. It doesn't get much more kismet. Zach Wheeler on Roy Halliday goes out. On Roy Halliday Day, it goes out. And pitches his best game he's ever pitched as a Philly. A complete game shutout, 11 strikeouts, only two hits, one walk, gave up a hit in the first and a hit in the ninth. That was it. He was flawless yesterday. A- an unbelievable stat uh, put out there after the game by, by Matt Gelb. Zach Wheeler yesterday became the first Phillies pitcher to retire 22 consecutive batters in a start since May 29, 2010, Roy Halladay's perfect game. How's that? How's that for synchronicity and, uh, you know, things just working out the way they're supposed to work out? Pretty amazing. And Wheeler was brilliant yesterday in a spot where you have a chance to win eight straight. You're at home in front of a packed house, the biggest crowd they've had there in a while, I'm, I'm sure. Certainly seen that way. Certainly the most into it crowd. Chance to sweep, a chance to take a stranglehold of the division. You know, obviously it's August, you know, not stranglehold for the rest of the season, but in the moment. Um and for your ace to go out like that and, and on Roy Halladay Day, pitch like Roy Halladay, special stuff. And it gets me excited for what Zach Wheeler could do in the playoffs. Like, that guy rose to the occasion yesterday. He was a man on a mission. He looked like Halladay in the way he pitched the dominant um, you know, intensity that he had that entire start felt Halladay-ish. And obviously the results were Halladay-ish. Um Zach Wheeler is a favorite for the Cy Young. He should be a 2-4-2 area on the season. 10-6 and six has just been absolutely brilliant and was as brilliant as brilliant can be yesterday in a, in a really a big spot to do that, you know, uh, from a team perspective, but also holiday day and the emotion in that park and all that stuff. But was, uh, it was special. It was truly special to see. It was awesome to see. Again, Wheeler, nine innings. Two hits, one walk, 11 strikeouts. Like, a masterful game. Wheeler's had some great starts as a Philly, some great starts this year. I think that was the best one. That was one of those games where you go up against Wheeler and you say, you know what, if you're the other team, if you're a Mets fan yesterday, you're like, we don't have a chance. Just, we gotta wait till this guy's out of the game. We're not doing anything against him. I feel helpless. 
that's the way it would have felt going up against him. And it was just magical uh, on Roy Holiday Day. The Phillies get three runs on three homers. Uh, too early, they start off the game hot. Gene Segura, yet again, uh, uh, it wasn't leading off this time. It starts the game off right, second batter of the game. Boom, a shot to left field, uh, a tank shot for Segura. It's gone. Then JT, a batter later. Boom, 2 nothing. And it turns out that would all, all you'd need. But, of course, Bryce Harper, just why not? Adds a solo shot in the sixth. Harper's 20th of the season. Harper batting 302 with a 413 OBP and a 570 slugging percentage. He is now up to a 983 OPS. Somehow over the weekend, he raised his OPS. I don't even know how. Um, the average still at 302, really a masterful MVP season so far from Bryce Harper. But um, yesterday was was like we talked about, the Stars carrying it. You got your three runs from, from Bryce, JT, and Segura, and you got Zach Wheeler with a dominant shut down, brilliant, brilliant performance on the Hill. I mean, that's what you ask for. That's what you hope for. That's what great teams do. The best of the best carry them. And they did yesterday in a big game, in a big spot. Now they swept. They swept the Mets this weekend. And again, they they finished out the sweep on the back of a brilliant outing from the potential Cy Young winner with a home run from the potential MVP winner. The Phillies, we're talking about the Phillies here. This is not the type of sentences we've been saying about this team the last few years. This is exciting. It is reason to be excited about this Phillies team. That was an awesome weekend where for once, for once, they rose to the occasion. They didn't let us down. We all went into it, even as excited as we were off the five straight. We all went and saying, ah, you know, the Pirates and the Nats, it's not the most amazing five straight, but we're excited. They're coming to town. Let's go. But, but even as excited as we were, deep down, we all knew, we all felt, we all have that sense memory where we were nervous because we know that in these spots, the Phillies usually like lose two of three or disappoint or have a game in their grasp and blow it or whatever. And they didn't. They handled business all weekend. They freaking swept the Mets. Props, credit. They deserve it. This is exciting. This is a Phillies team that is doing things that we haven't seen them do the last few years. And that alone, that alone is real reason to be excited about this Phillies team as we head into, um, and that was an important stretch of baseball, as now we head into um, another important stretch in the sense that the Dodgers come into town this week, so you get a chance to see them against a real team right now, which is good. And the, honestly, the rest of the week, really, so off day today, which is unbelievably needed. They have played so many straight days in a row um, outside of a rainout. Um, so you have three against the Dodgers, then you have three at home against the Reds who are playing awesome baseball. You want to talk, the Phillies might be the hottest team in baseball, the Reds might be second. Reds are right there, the Reds have won eight of their last ten. The Reds are on a five-game winning streak. So the Phillies have a tough week. You know, all the people are like, oh, they're beating nobody, this is your week. Because both these teams are legit. The Reds have a 61-51 and 51 record. The Reds would be a, a game and a half, uh, excuse me, two games in front of the Phillies if they were in the NL East in first place. So the Reds are real. And they're only five games back of the Brewers. They're fighting there. This is, um, the Reds are, are making a push. Dodgers at 67 and 45, obviously better record than the Phillies, but coming to town, this is exciting. The Phillies sitting at 59 and 53, six games above 500, if you can believe it. Um, they are two games up on the Braves, who are now alone in second place. The Mets um, head into the weekend in first. End the weekend in third. You hate to see it. You love to see it. Uh, Phillies, at, uh, excuse me, the Mets at 56 and 55, so half game back of the Braves, basically tied in the loss column, one back in the win column. But the Phillies at 59 and 53, two games up in that division. 
but a big week of baseball. Again, um, you know, looking at it this week again, it is a it is a big week as uh, off day today. Then three against the Dodgers, three against the Reds. Off day Monday, then they head to the West Coast. That'll be tough too, as they've got the Diamondbacks Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That should be all right. The Diamondbacks not very good, but then three in San Diego over the weekend. Then they come home and it's the Rays for two, and then a bit of an easier stretch with. Arizona, Washington, and Miami, that should be big. But but this next stretch of baseball is tough. Honestly, when you look at their schedule, uh, I don't think there's any question. And not even, like, without a doubt. Um, this is their toughest stretch of baseball, yes, left. Yes, they still have some games against the Braves, which will be more important, so to speak. They have three left against the Braves. Um, but this stretch of baseball is their toughest left. You know, the uh, five straight against San Diego and Tampa Bay is tough, but it's sandwiched with seven with the Diamondbacks. But... Six straight against the Dodgers and the Reds is the toughest stretch they have left, and it's at home. So that's exciting. This is really exciting stuff. So off day today, then Nola tomorrow. Nola Scherzer. Scherzer for the... Can't get away from Max, can we? Uh, Scherzer for the Dodgers. That's a a tough one. You know, please, Aaron, please watch what Wheeler did and be jealous. Feel like you want to be the ace again, do something. Big one. Then we got Gibby in game two against David Price, and then uh, we'll see in game three as they're they're still shuffling things, figuring out, um, and we'll see where Eflin slides in when he's back, but... Um, big, big, big series, big series. Um, so hopefully the Phillies can take advantage, handle business either way off day today. So we can relax. We can enjoy being in first place. And tomorrow we'll get back into a preview of the series and a whole lot more. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies today, right here on the Phillies 24 seven network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.